Coming up on HIGMT, Gigafactory Berlin is wrapping up their exterior work, Ryan Shaw breaks down the actual cost of his Model Y one year later, and Eardra announces the release of their 8,000 ton die casting machine. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, March 20th, 2021, episode 34 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. Well, it's been a little while since I've chatted about Gigafactory Berlin, and luckily for me, InsideEVs.com has provided us with some updated drone videos, courtesy of Tobias Lin. Most of the building's exterior is now buttoned up, with the exception of the casting area where Tesla's gigapresses were going to be soon installed. Focus for Tesla now is within the interior of the vast factory, with tenant fit up in preparation for the Model Y, which should start production in mid-2021. So there's plenty of new videos to check out, so I will include... Uh, a link to the article in the show notes below. And we're starting to see some of the initial parts being produced at Gigafactory Berlin already. Several Model Y bodies have been photographed on site. It is believed that these bodies are the very first test units emerging from the first building that was actually completed late last year. From the pictures provided, it appears that Tesla is dialing in their state-of-the-art paint shop, which Elon Musk previously mentioned would have advanced color options available. Still, there's no word yet of the color options from Gigafactory Berlin would be translated to other Gigafactories elsewhere in the world. Tesla released a short video of a Tesla Semi on a test track at their factory in Fremont. It's suspected that the Semi that was being driven was a newly designed version complete with the new 4680 battery cell design. Tesla is hoping to start production of a Semi sometime in 2021. And Tesla is pushing out software improvements to Model Y owners via an over-the-air update. This software update is said to have minor cold weather improvements and bug fixes, but specific details were left out of the release notes. Some drivers who have had the update already installed in their Model Y have noted that the regenerating braking was much stronger than what previously existed before the update. With the first winner now behind most Model Y owners, it is hoped that Tesla would correct reduced range, slow charging, and charging port issues that some drivers were experiencing. Now, this is not the first time that Tesla has pushed out an update after a winner. They had previously done the very same thing after a Model 3 was released and experienced one winter cycle. So both InsideEVs.com and Electric.co have articles about the software update, and I'll include those links in the show notes below. And to piggyback on last week's podcast, YouTuber Ryan Shaw has again summarized his experience with, him, with his Model Y after one year. This time around, Ryan discusses the actual cost of ownership of his Model Y, and he goes into great detail right down to the cents spent on the Model Y, along with the unexpected additional costs and savings he found during the course of the past year. Depending on which state or province you live in, the actual cost of ownership may change since states and provinces have different incentives, fees, taxes, and electricity rates. So if you are like me and you're looking to get into a Tesla of some sort, you should definitely check out Ryan's video in the show notes below and definitely be prepared to take lots of notes. There's lots of information to keep track of. Idra released a short video announcing the release of the world's first 8,000-ton die-casting machine, and although not specifically mentioned by Idra's general manager, it is strongly believed that the first machines will be delivered to Tesla. Tesla is currently using 6,000-ton die-casting machines for the underbody of their Model Y, thus reducing the overall parts count, increasing structural rigidity, and reducing fitment and gapping issues. 
Tesla will require die-casting machines such as the one announced by Idra to produce chassis components for the upcoming Cybertruck out of Gigafactory Texas, which is still under construction. I will include links to articles from InsideEVs.com and Electric.co regarding this announcement. It certainly seems to be an exciting time for Tesla and their production plans for 2021. And while we're talking about Gigafactory Texas, we might as well take a look at some recent drone footage provided to us by Joe Tegmeyer and Jeff Roberts. There is general leveling of the extended area to the west of the Gigafactory Texas on the opposite side of the main highway that bisects the 2,400 acres of land that Tesla purchased last year. Large twin excavations in the battery cell area now have concrete footings in place, and precast concrete wall sections are still being installed around the stamping plant. Stamping machines have been delivered on site and are awaiting installation, while underground utilities and infrastructure are finally progressing around the main Megapad area. General assembly of the structural steel components for the Gigafactory is still progressing, along with additional concrete pours for roof and floor slabs. Now, open space is now at a premium within the Megapad area. Space is quickly running out for the storage of materials, and material storage is now being pushed to the outer perimeter of the Megapad area, Corrugated steel pipe for stormwater management is actually manufactured on site, which makes sense from a delivering logistics perspective, and fit-up of the temporary switchyard is still progressing. Well, that should pretty much do it for a very short episode 34 this week. If you're looking to purchase a new Tesla and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below or head on over to ts.la slash Matthew40942. Currently, the only person to take advantage of my referral link is Chatty, so thanks again to Chatty. Hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag Idra8000. And hashtag for this podcast is hashtag H-I-G-N-T. And if you have any feedback for me or any questions, feel free to throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And as always, you can watch my progress towards a Tesla of some sort by visiting howigotmytesla.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for howigotmytesla. And you can look for me on Clubhouse, where I'll be hosting an informal chat about the topics covered this past week. So I invite you to share your thoughts and stories on all things Tesla. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cuppy.